Hello, podcast listener. The App Guy podcast. Every Sunday and Thursdays. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast. And now, Paul the App Guy. Yes, welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I, I am your host, I'm Paul Kemp, and this is the show where I invite app developers, indie app developers, entrepreneurs, digital nomads, anyone who uh, wants to listen to us and join us on our journey as we go through the app world and meet with some really interesting guests along the way and over the series of the app guy podcast i've had uh, a lot of app developers but also entrepreneurs and other people bring in different elements to what we do every day and it's one of those uh, episodes where i'm absolutely thrilled to um, be joined by someone i think we're going to learn a lot from her name is kim nickel and she is passionate, absolutely passionate about being alive and living this one life that we have truly, deeply, vibrantly. I mean, it's uh, something that I'm really inspired by, uh, given that I um, used to follow Steve Jobs and he used to talk about every day uh, being alive and uh, doing the things that he wanted to do in, in his life and thinking quite deeply about that. So Kim Nickel is here for us. She helps uh, lawyers. She coaches uh, law students, bankers, engineers, and I'm hoping to add app developers to that list of things. I'd recommend that you go along and, and visit kimnickel.com and check check out her website. Kim, thank you for joining us, and I really am looking forward to having a chat with you. Hi, Paul, and thanks so much for inviting me to um, be a part of your community. Well, we are very thankful, and one of the things we wanted to start off with is uh, if you could just take a minute to tell us about how you ended up in uh, the space that you are now. What made you decide to leave a law firm and, and move on to these wonderful things that you're doing now? So it, there were a, a, a few different things that moved me into the space I am now, and I have to say I was never interested um, in meditation, and I had never thought I would be doing what I'm doing and, you know, I used to think meditation was kind like it seemed boring. It seemed like a kind of a waste of time. You know, like I was this very busy person, um, kind of a classic overachiever and had become a lawyer and worked in this massive publishing company, publishing content for lawyers and judges uh, throughout the country. And you know, when people talked about meditation, I'd kind of roll my eyes and say, yeah, that's great, but I live in the real world and I have like, I have real work that needs to get done. And how is that going to happen if, you know, I'm sitting under the tree, like looking at clouds and just, you know, breathing that, that didn't make any sense to me. Um, and what happened was I had reached this place in my life after a couple of years of being good at what I did, but there was this moment of realizing, you know, I'm kind of just going through the motions. And if this is what success looks like, it doesn't actually feel the way I thought it was going to feel. Like I'm feeling kind of numb. I'm feeling kind of like a zombie. Like, is this, is this what 
the prize is for all of this work and all of this effort and and all of the challenge and stress that comes with this with this job. And then there were a series of events in my personal life, um, people that were very close to me being diagnosed with cancer. Um, and my little brother got hit by a car when he was riding his bike. And, and he's okay now, but that moment of, of going to the hospital and not knowing really what his status was, if he was going to be okay, like how severe were his injuries, this moment of really feeling like, you know, you get one life and you don't know how much of it you get. So if you're not really enjoying it and getting the most out of every moment, then, you know, <laughs> like, then what, then what the <laughs> hell are you doing? Because this is such an opportunity to fully experience everything that life has to offer. And it began to change the way I thought about my work and my personal life. And I, you know, had sort of done yoga for a while. And then suddenly went deeper into this, into this space around meditation and mindset and mindfulness and how to really live in the present. What did that mean? What did that feel like? And what I learned was that meditation and mindfulness create this increased capacity to experience all of these nuances of life. So that means that the, the bright, wonderful, joyful moments became amplified and then the challenges had more perspective around them. So even if the things that were challenging felt more acutely challenging because I was really with, with it, really in it, it also gave me the ability to say, you know what, this is one moment that will not be here forever and it's okay if this moment is hard, I will find a way to handle this, to get through this, to find support. And so it, it made me a lot more skillful, a lot more productive, a lot more insightful in dealing with all of those challenges. And, and I finally reached this place of, you know, the work that I'm doing in this corporate setting has been great and I've been here for a few years and I've started to bring these practices into the way that I manage my team and in the way that I, I communicate you know, throughout this organization. And what I want now is to go deeper. I want to learn more. I want to share more. And reaching this place of, you know what, if I have one life and I'm the one in charge of deciding what I do with it every day, I want to give myself the chance to take a risk and find out what would happen if I went deeper and, and more completely along this path. And that's when things really got very interesting for me. So there's so many things I want to pick up on here. You're just inspiring me all over again. I, like many of uh, my audience who listen to this, we have change in our lives. Uh, my particular big change was when I left um, a very large salary in the city of London, like you, you've done as well. And making that change was very, very difficult at the time. It seems pretty obvious now that it was the right thing to do. And I, I, I've been on a, a kind of period of self-discovery. And I, how can you encourage people listening to this, um, perhaps wanting to start up their own business or going to work in a startup, a more vibrant community. How can you encourage those people to really get over the hurdle of, of being fearless and mm. taking that risk and doing their things that really want, they want to be inspired? That with? is such a good question because it is 
Um, it is a, a big, big question. And I have two approaches. And one is wherever you are in your life right now, begin to look for small ways to bring in what it is you want to be doing. So if you have a, a steady, stable gig, you don't have to leave that today to completely reinvent your life tomorrow. You can keep that and then on the side in these small pieces of your world, begin to reach out for and, and look for the kinds of people you want to be having conversations with. For me, it was beginning to find teachers locally that I resonated with. It was going to meetup groups. It was beginning to do some self-study and experimenting on the side within this, this bigger stable framework so that I was developing and learning and growing and, and getting more confident and getting more skill and beginning to prepare for the big change. And then when I reached the point where I felt, okay, the circumstances in my life are feeling like this is the right time for me. You know, I have this much, um, you know, structure. I have this much plan. Like, I, I know that I'm going to need a community of supportive people. So I'm signing up for this 13-month um, yoga training. And that will provide me with, with that aspect. The biggest change, the biggest, the biggest thing that helped me make that decision to, to give my notice and resign from the stable job that everyone thought I was crazy to leave, the biggest thing that helped was to think of myself as this 85-year-old woman and think, you know, when Kim is 85 years old, she deserves to be able to look back on her life and say, you know what? I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but I made a decision based on what I truly, deeply desire. And now I know what happened. A need for certainty of outcome, but it was a need of certainty in trusting myself. How willing am I to trust myself and let 85-year-old Kim have the memory of, okay, we made this choice and we made it from a place of this deep desire of wanting to know what would happen if we did life in this way. So those are the two things. It's like you start right now. What can you do today to get closer to the life or the, the, the choice that you want to make? And then when you've got some momentum, some skill, some, some, some support around that, then you say, okay, me when I'm this old elderly person and all I have left are <laughs> the memories of the life that I lived, <laughs> what memories do you want to have? Because you get to make those now. Like this is where that part happens. That part happens now. Now on the App Guide podcast, we've interviewed some interesting guests who, because we're in the app world, Kim, we have the ability to go and work anywhere in the world that has an internet connection because we upload apps to the App Store and we can do that uh, with a computer and an internet connection. So it means that we have the whole world to ourselves and we can go and do stuff. Um, so I've interviewed people like Kirby Turner, who's decided to be a snowboarder and uh, he has his family living next to a, snow a mountain and he does some coding and uh, then he, he, um, he will go snowboarding in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, 
We've um, we've had a guy who's gone to live in the uh, Amazon jungle, uh, Michael Jacobs, mm -hmm. and he thinks that that will inspire him. So with the clients that you've worked with, um, what difference does it make having um, the freedom to travel and the experiences of going to live in in different places? How have you seen clients have been, been affected by those those uh, experiences in their life? Well, my experience is that. You know, one of the hardest questions to answer is, what do I really want? And when you have the ability to be located anywhere, that introduces some interesting opportunities, but it also invites you to get really deep about what is it that you want and to be willing to allow that to change. So one of the traps that I've seen people get into is they say, well... I really wanted this particular goal. And when they get that goal, they feel like they have to stay there forever. Or they feel like, oh, if I change that, does that mean something bad? Like maybe your goal is, um, you know, to go live in um, Fiji and to, to work and live from there. And, and, you, and you make it happen and you get there and you're like, well, this has been great, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm over it, you know? And so you either feel then like guilty or like you did something wrong, like was this the wrong goal? Did, did something happen that, you know, I chose the wrong thing? Or you get into this place of feeling like, well, oh, maybe it's actually um, the Alps where I need to be. And so you go to the Alps and you're there for a week and you're like, no, this isn't doing it for me. Maybe I really need to be in South Africa. So then you go to South Africa and you're there for two weeks. And then, you know, you, you kind of can get into this infatuation of needing to be on the go all the time. So be How did you know that, Kim? I actually had an I had a, a chalet in the Alps and uh, had it for five or six years. Uh -huh. and I actually spent a, a ski season living out there when my uh, kids were first uh -huh. born and we all went to live in the, the Alps. But I sold it recently because it was just getting too cold. They didn't <laughs> like it out there. And, <laughs> so you're right. That was a dream of mine. Right. And uh, then it soon became reality. And uh, we wanted to move on and do other yes, things. Yes. And that's okay. Like this is part of being a human is that we have lots of dreams and that, you know, the only thing to be mindful of is to make sure that you're not pinning your satisfaction to some fantasy in the future, you know? Like the goal is to be really content and really happy and really connected to what's happening wherever you are. And then you can still allow wherever you are to change, but just know that you're doing it from this place of, you know, desire to explore the world or desire to have new conversations. With some people, they're very affected by the weather. So some people find that when they're surrounded in this like heat, this humidity, this lush tropical place, they feel more open, more creative by these like dynamic external places. Other people, they want something that feels more forest, more cool. They want dry air. They want, you know, whatever it is that supports them. So part of it is knowing for yourself what kind of environment most supports my creativity. Do I need to be in a very bustling city? Do I need to be in a calm, serene countryside? Do I need the ocean? Do I need a mountaintop? You know, it's very much about finding out for yourself that inner inquiry. What is it that you most desire? And that's 
just expand on that then the, you mentioned the purpose of life i mean a lot of us are trying to you know find that how could you help us discover you know our purposes uh, how can we actually do that there's this quote and i'm i'm not remembering off the top of my head who said this um and i and um but it is essentially this that your the meaning of life is to find out what it is that you're good at. And your purpose in life is to then share that with as many people as possible. So when we talk about understanding purpose or understanding how to live a more, a more meaningful life, for me, I come back to this place of what is it that makes you feel lit up and alive and curious and connected? And then do that and share that inner fullness with everyone who crosses your path because that is what really, in my experience, like that is what really matters. That is what feels deeply good. That is what, you know, sustains us through the challenges and unexpected curveballs that life throws to us is that sense of knowing this is what it feels like to be fully alive and I am now sharing that. There's some lovely apps that are really coming out that uh, you know remind us that we're living in such a vibrant world and it's all changing. Uh, there's an app called Lyft. Uh, listened recently to the founder. Have you heard? Yes, of that one? I have heard of Lyft, and I and I use it. It's one of my um, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> let's go through your your apps then because we, we we want to learn from you how you incorporate your apps into your life and and to really help you follow these steps that you're talking yep. about lift is great tell us how you use that one so i have used lift um to help i mean so one of the things that i love to do is as i love this sense of progress right like it's great to feel like you're progressing towards something and lift is a really great app for giving me that feeling because i love that there's this big button and you check it when you complete your you know your habit and and i love the sense of community around it so i've used it to help myself and others practice this five mindful minutes habit which is one of the ways that I encourage people to start with mindfulness or meditation. Start small, do a little bit every day. Five mindful minutes is all you need. And Lyft is a really great tool to help get into the habit because it's very satisfying, it's very easy, it's very fun. You get some community, you get a sense of progress and momentum. And you know, one of the things that's wonderful about, about apps is that you know technology is this is this, um, it's like this force of nature that can really draw people away from themselves. You know, it draws you into a screen or it draws you into the internet or it draws you into your Facebook feed. It can really, it can, it can really draw you in and, and fill so much of your life. Now, what's really cool with apps is that it's this really elegant, playful, present way to let people engage with these different aspects of self that they might forget about, you know? So we can have these little tools that can make massive changes in supporting people's health and well-being. So I'm actually in 
lift right now and I'm looking for the the one that you mentioned five mindful minutes is is that something that people can go and and actually uh, they can download the app uh, lift or lift up and uh, and then actually type in five mindful minutes I'm going to start doing that it's a habit in it and you can definitely find that in lift yeah the five mindful minutes habit there we are yeah (laughs) Uh, now um, tell us how you engage with people on this and the community I've just added that to my um my phone i've set the privacy up so that everyone can see that that's now my minute uh, my habit how do you uh, engage with that community so one of the ways that's been really fun with lyft is that when you when you complete your habit for the day you can leave a comment about some aspect of that so when i was you know am, am active there i'll often post you know i completed my five mindful minutes and i'll explain how I did that. Maybe it was going for a walk. Maybe it was a meditation. Maybe it was, you know, washing dishes. However, I was mindful for five minutes. Or I will say, here's what happened, you know, here's what shifted. You know, five mindful minutes, I started out feeling really anxious and I ended up feeling a lot more calm. And that will let other people get ideas for ways that they can practice or for also sharing what they're learning. Because when it comes to meditation and mindfulness, we learn so much from each other because there are so many ways to do it. So I love that Lyft creates ways to share details about your practice rather than just quantifying how many times you've done it, that you can actually include comments and notes about what you're really doing and how you're applying it in your life. So I've just found a comment uh, actually on five mindful minutes that you helped someone with their uh, habit. And it sounds like you're really engaging with people here on this app. And uh, does that lead to um, business ultimately? Or uh, is it just a sense of giving back to the community? At this point, it's mostly giving back to the community because the work that I do one-on-one is pretty specialized and pretty high level. So... In, in the work that I'm doing, I want as many people as possible to connect with and practice mindfulness and meditation. And apps are one of the ways that I do that. And then what I get to do in my private practice is work with people one-on-one, support them in very specific ways with specific challenges that they have at work and at home. Um, and what I'm feeling and sort of what my sense is is that being able to connect with this broad community creates so many opportunities for conversation, for sharing the, the knowledge, the practice. And, you know, you never know <laughs> where those conversations <laughs> yeah. will lead. I mean, like here you and I are having this conversation and getting to share this practice and get to share these ideas with others. And that to me, like this is the beauty of technology is it lets you so easily share amazing, amazing things. And if some of that then converts into a more formal business relationship, great. You know, like that's a conversation I'd love to have too. But right now, just for reaching out to people that would otherwise not be able to connect with me, that's one of the things I really am enjoying. So I do encourage anyone listening to this now to get out your phone, download the app uh, Lyft, go to uh, the plus button top right hand corner, hit the plus and find five mindful minutes, put that as one of your habits and then you'll see the way that uh, 
that, that everyone's connecting on there. And I actually think that there's a lot of people on there that are, are setting habits like I want to learn how to write code. I want to learn how to uh, put an app on the app store. And us as app developers can go out and help people out just the same way that you're helping people out in your meditation and helping people uh, you know, fulfill uh, or have a more uh, I guess fulfilling life. And so, yeah, that's definitely, um, that's the first app. <laughs> so let's, let's look at your phone. And yes. uh, what other um, apps do you tend to use in your daily life? I use Spotify all the time. Music is a huge part of, of my life. Um, and it's amazing how music can really shift your mood, can really shift your inner atmosphere. Um, you know, music is a really great way to either kind of calm you down or amp you up or kind of set the environment so that you can focus and be, you know, more optimal in whatever it is that you're that you're doing. Now, I've heard that uh, music is also very good for being more productive. If you have a certain uh, music in the background, it can help with creativity and uh, productivity. What, what music... Uh, do you have in your playlists that you could recommend for our listeners and uh, that would perhaps be more along the lines of meditation helping us de-stress uh, or anything that you could you recommend yeah i'm going to my playlist right now there's um this wonderful album that i'm looking for it's by sam jackson and he plays these like crystal Tibetan singing bowls. And so the music is very ambient. It's very, um, it, it's like, it's not, I find it not distracting at all. And it sort of calms my mind so that it can be more clear and less frenetic. It really helps me to focus. And I'm looking for his specific, um, his specific album, and let me see. I have so many playlists. <laughs> yeah, they, they know how to write, to get you in. I, I actually came back and thought, you know, I'm, I, they just you just can't cancel it um, because you build up all these playlists, and there's no way you can give them up, and so they've got you for life. I know. Okay, so I found it. So it's his name is Sam Jackson. The album is called "Dropping Into Stillness." Right. I'm going to put that as a link in the show notes at onemob.com. Just hit podcasts and you'll see um, a link to everything we're discussing and that uh, link in Spotify. Yeah. And my one other tip. So this is the thing is that I have that music for when I need to kind of chill and focus and calm down. When I'm feeling stuck, like I've reached this point and it's, it's like writer's block or I feel like I'm, I'm working really hard, but I'm not gaining much ground. One of the things that I'll do is, you know, shift to something way more up and like stand up and just do a little dance. Like it's like mini dance break because like getting up, moving my body, getting my brain like away from the work, even if it's just for a few minutes can help so much in terms of getting the ideas flowing again, in terms of bringing my energy back up, in terms of lifting the fog that sometimes settles when I've been too focused for too long. That is great advice and, and certainly something I'm doing myself uh, every 
every hour, you know, because we do spend a lot of time as app developers on uh, our computers and uh, sat in one position. And it's hard to be creative when we're doing, uh, you know, just coding or uh, developing apps. So, yeah, really good advice. Um, I just hope nobody can see me dance. <laughs> uh, you reach an age where you suddenly just turn from, you think you're the world's best dancer to um, actually you're the world's worst dancer. And is there, let's pick one more app then that you um, use or you could recommend to our listeners. The other one that I really like is Noted, which is this very simple, very elegant app for just capturing notes. Um, I've really been enjoying it. You can you can make each little each little note a different color, and the colors are all really soothing, actually. And I just like how elegant and simple it is. So I'll have, you know, one note with my grocery list. I'll have one note with questions I need to ask, you know, when I see my mom next time. Um, I have one note of all of the different big dreams and goals that I have for this year, you know. And whenever I feel off track, I'll, I'll go back in and check. Um, I have one note for, you know, here are my, my mini successes of the day. So that when I feel like, gosh, am I really making any progress? I feel like I'm stuck. I can go and look and say, no, actually, I'm doing great. Like, look at all this stuff that I have accomplished and done. Like, things are really good. So Noted is the app that I'm using for that. Now, I've just heard some great advice as well from <laughs> someone who, uh, what he does is he gets testimonials when he gets people emailing him thanking him testimonials people saying positive things about what the contribution that he's making in life he yeah. puts them in an app like evernote or you could use noted and he records that so when he needs inspiration he goes into his testimonial uh, notes and just goes through all the people that have left testimonial testimonials and it it just lifts him up and, and encourages him to that he's on the right path and i love that i'm going to be doing the same yeah. so if anyone listening wants to give kim or i um a testimonial <laughs> uh, we'll give you the uh, links at the end of the the episode of how to get in contact with us and we'll be putting you into our little folders and uh giving uh, us inspiration when we need uh, we need it <laughs> mm. um so we're on the you know we're talking to app developers, indie app developers, and um, we've gone through some really interesting um, ways that we could be more productive and uh, we can have uh, more purpose in our lives. Is there, I mean, I'm just looking at time, is there anything else that you feel we should touch on to help people in their lives make either tough decisions to make changes in their lives? What What, yeah. what help can you leave as we we use the last five minutes or so to just help people make changes in their lives. There are two things I want to use to answer that question. And one is the power of play. And being playful is something that we know how to do as children. That's how we learn. Um, we're curious, we're playful, we explore things, we learn, and we start to make connections between things we'd not had, had not per, per, uh, necessarily made connections with. As adults, we tend to forget how to do this. And what we know is that play is a thing that reduces anxiety. It reduces stress. It allows your brain to piece together all of these other things in your subconscious so that 
when you need to have that aha moment, that brilliant light bulb, that elegant solution that you just can't seem to find, taking time away to go play, whatever that is for you, is a really powerful way to help you come up with those like those, those bursts of creativity. And then the other thing that I want to share with your listeners is to remember, above all, that you are a human. <laughs> and we forget this all the time. <laughs> and, and as a human, this means a couple of things. This means that you have a physical body, and your physical body needs rest. It needs food. It needs movement. We get drawn into our work and we forget to eat. <laughs> we forget to move our bodies. We forget to sleep, you know, because like I, only five more minutes, I'm almost there. As a human, you need to take care of your physical body. As a well, Just on to that point, there was a, actually, a, I think, a couple of stories coming out of China where people, uh, gamers, would be so into their gaming that they would forget to move, eat, sleep. And they'd do this for like, I don't know, days on end, yeah. and then they'd actually die at the end oh of it. Oh, my gosh. There's been deaths oh just, just from people <laughs> completely immersing themselves in right? games and forgetting and to eat. And this is like the dark side of our relationship to technology, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, it starts with remembering that you are a human. Take care of your physical body. You also have an emotional body. And as a human, you need to have and maintain these like uh, connections to people that you love and care about. So connect to your community, connect to your family, spend time with them. Um, you know, you need to remember that as a human, you have all these different emotions. So when you have the emotion of fear or the emotion of uncertainty or anxiety, that's okay. But then learn how to meet that with care, with curiosity be kind to yourself overall be very kind to yourself because it's not always easy being a human <laughs> well and what i love about the things you've just two shared those two points is that you've endorsed the fact that i've just been up to the play park with my two oh, boys good. and i was the biggest <laughs> kid up there i was going down the slides i was uh, on the swings and, and uh, yeah right? rather embarrassing if, you know feel? to the people walking past it, it felt right? great you felt alive, you felt connected, you felt full of joy. Like this is like that's that's the gold. Like that's that's the point, right? That's how you want to feel. So you get a big gold star <laughs> for, for doing for doing all of that. And this is what's fun too, is that in that moment of being out at the playground with your kids and, and, and being willing to play with them, you refreshed your mental state. You got to connect deeply with your kids in a way that will be meaningful for them and for you. And you got to move your body, right? So you just did all of these really good things for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as we draw this to a close, there was one thing that I thought it would be useful to bring up because as app developers, we are always looking for solutions uh, to problems. And what I thought would be really good is to have um, you know, an understanding from you. If you can think about your business, Kim, think about the things that you're experiencing and the pain points in your business. Um, it might give us an idea to create an app. So can you think of like the biggest pain points you're currently uh, you know, experiencing in your business, whether that's um, organizing your consultancy work, um, and the logistics of it all? What Can you think of anything that would help us then create an app? 
Oh, that is a very delicious question. I feel like my biggest challenge right now is understanding the full capacity of what's already available. I feel like everything that I struggle with, there are so many elegant solutions and it's challenging to know which are the ones that can support me. So that might not be an app solution, but I keep thinking I need to talk to people who are more well-versed in the landscape of what's out there. It's kind of an app solution. There is um, a new app come out. I think it's called Jelly. And it's where you post a picture of an image and you say, I don't know much about this. And uh, you post it and people then can come back and say, oh, you know, it's this or it's that. And I was thinking, like, Mm. just before we um, started this recording, uh, you know, we we as solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, we do a lot of stuff on our own and we rely on Google and YouTube and all these other resources that we tend to use, uh, the free information out there. But I was setting up a new microphone and nobody, you know, could tell me uh, the best way of doing it. I had to fumble through uh, Google, figure out all these different things myself. And you're right that it would be great to just be able to, um, have access to uh, the best expert in the world uh, for my setting up microphones instant access you know on your phone hey how, can you just help me and then they uh, somehow they use an app to communicate with you you can show them the problem that you're having and they solve your problem and uh, yeah maybe there's something uh, some some solution there for an app yeah uh, where you connect experts to the problems that we currently have Yeah, it's almost like a concierge service. Like you just call the front desk and you say, hey. (laughs) That's it. Concierge (laughs) for life. There you go. Um, But it's not just in hotels. It's anywhere you are. And uh, maybe maybe there's the Uber for um, solutions. So um, where you have your phone, you kind of hit. Um, a button and and then the appropriate expert turns up within 10 minutes to to help you solve it right i knew we'd get to an app there you go we we can call it the concierge service there we go thank you paul it's been such a pleasure talking with you today yeah no we we love apps we love talking to guests like yourself you inspire uh, me and uh, everyone listening to this i know no doubt we'll get uh, a lot from it so how can we best connect with you and reach out to you what's what's what's, um, the best contact you know you can find me at my website kimnickel.com and i know that we'll have a a link available so you can spell that out there Um, the other place to find me is on facebook i post a lot of insights and and i I think of it as if you want to brighten your news feed just follow me on facebook um yeah, those are okay. the two best places. And are you still taking work? Are you still taking one-on-one consultancies? Yeah, I mean, I work with a lot of people by Skype, um, by Google Hangouts. And then I also do group work by, by um, remotely. And if you're in San Francisco, of course, I'd love to see you. Or if you're someplace really awesome, maybe I'll fly out to meet <laughs> you there. <laughs> For any of your listeners who are hanging out in Bali or in, um, you know, up in the mountains, we should talk. Um, But also I have a lot of audio recordings that you can listen to for free because one of the challenges people have is they don't know where to start. And I'm really good at giving people that beginning framework and recipe. And I'm happy to provide you with resources for free. Just email me, let me know if you need that, and I can point you in the right Right. direction. And, And do you have your own app yet? 
I don't, but that might change. Well, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know anyone? Who might? Uh, there, there's, you know, there, there you go, audience. Um, if you um, want to build an app for Kim, then maybe um, you should reach out. Certainly, I could do it, and I would be happy to um, put an app together. And you know, if you've got all the content, one of the biggest things for app developers is that we we need content. We need, uh, you know, things to put in apps. And so, anyone, you know, like yourself, who has rich content. But doesn't have the app, you know, it's just a perfect marriage, and uh, uh, yeah. So that um, there you go. That's uh, <laughs> uh, um, but no, it just leaves me to say, uh, Kim, it has been a real pleasure, and I've um, now hit the plus button on five minutes, mind five mindful minutes on uh, air lift, and I'm going to start using that. And uh, I've learned a load of different things in this podcast. Thank you very much for joining. We would welcome you back anytime you have have the time for us and uh, just leaves me to say goodbye Kim and hope to see you in a future episode thank you Paul it's been a real pleasure thank you for listening to this podcast stay tuned for the next episode if you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone then please send an email to info at onemob.com the app guy podcast goes out every Sunday and Thursdays 